Welcome back to Everyday Ricochet. Today, Bobby and I are going to be talking about having an empty nest. We hope you all enjoy the conversation. Please subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you. Welcome to Everyday Ricochet. This is episode number three. Bobby and I are going to talk about empty nesters syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Empty nesting, empty nesters, just the empty nest. Yep. So I'm sure that everyone's heard of, of the period of life when you have an empty nest, but I want to just kind of explain what, what my thought process was about an empty nest. I thought that our, we have three daughters. The two older ones are two and a half years apart. The youngest one is four years younger than the the middle one. And so in my head, they were all going to grow up, graduate from high school and go to college, graduate from college, and then find a career, get married, and start a family. And we'd boot them out of the house. (laughs) Well, I thought that was going to take place like in a a 10-year span. Where the youngest one would probably be in college and the oldest one would start having kids. But that's not what happened. <laughs> so explain what happened, Mike. Yep. So the two older ones move out. They get married, start having children. They moved out and got married at 19 and 18. Correct. And then started having children. That's right. Immediately. And, and then we had the youngest one, Bree, who is now 19, still living at home. Yeah. And she is, (laughs) she is between working and doing her life thing at 19, is barely here now. We very often don't see her because she comes in when we're asleep and she leaves for work before we wake up. Yep. (laughs) Or especially me, you're usually already at work. But it's a strange thing because I find myself, especially with you traveling, I find myself really experiencing an emptiness. Yeah, because it's got to be dead quiet in here. It is. All, well, all the time. When the dog's not barking and the cats aren't meowing. But that's that's what it is. It's me and our dog and our three cats. And this has got to be a big thing across the whole entire nation, country. I mean, every, anyone that has children. children yeah. A child. I mean, I guess they're going to be affected by it. I really never thought it would be a big deal. I thought it would be just a a time for us to relax and think about ourselves and the future. Take of, time yep. to get to know each other. And that's that's how it feels to me though right now. With the older girls gone and Bree hardly here, I feel like we are experiencing that empty nest right now. Even though we have the grandchildren over it is just you and I, as we spoke in the last episode, number two, getting to know one another all over again. And that's that's something that you just don't think, well, I didn't think about it. No, I thought I we knew each it. other. Yep. You know, we've been married for so long, and I thought that, I just didn't understand the concept of um, getting to know someone on a different level. Thinking about, you know, before, our older girls would go to their dads on the weekend. Brianna was ours she just stayed with us we went on dates with brianna went out of town with brianna Brianna. everything that we did was pretty much centered around her once the older girls moved out even 
you know, I remember one time she said to us on a weekend that the girls were gone, I wish I had a stepdad. Then I could go someplace on the weekends, which is funny because she has a stepdad, but she, that's not, that's not a stepdad to her. It's her dad. Yep. Um, Mike and I got together when she was two. So she really doesn't know any other father. He's not in the picture. So Mike is her dad and she never even thought about a step parent, but it's, it's just strange getting back to the empty nest. It's strange how it really does affect a person. Yeah, because now what we do, we do what we want to do when we want to do it. There's no, we have to be home for school bus to get here. Or someone getting off work that you have to pick up. Right. Or, you know, go home and fix dinner because there's kids waiting for food and you have to eat nutritionally, which is a big deal. Yeah. You know, when, when I'm here by myself, I eat like a teenage boy. Only not as much. You know, I might get up and I go directly into my my studio slash podcast room and immediately I do what I want to do. Yeah. Sometimes I don't eat breakfast at all. Sometimes I'll eat breakfast and not eat again until four o'clock in the afternoon. And then that's kind of lunch and which gets on another topic, changing your whole entire lifestyle. Nothing's right structured anymore. Right. It, we do what we want to do. We do what we have to do. As you said, eating, you know, that could become an issue health-wise if, you know, oh. just roll out of bed and <laughs> it has uh, sit and snack all day instead of, because I'm not home. Right. So there's no time to have, where I used to come in, I'd get in at five or six and we'd then have, we would dinner. have dinner. Then it's a schedule. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm not here during the week or. Well, even when you are out, here during the week, yeah. a lot of times we just grab something at a fast food restaurant yep. just because we wait until we're hungry. Instead of thinking ahead and, and thinking about dinner. So I'm sure that that has, you know, happened to other people that are empty nesters who cook for a family. And then all of a sudden the family's gone. So tell me what you do on a daily basis to help deal with this. Um, well, because I, mean, I know there's people out there listening that. That are having the same. Yeah. Uh, we're not really describing it as struggles, but it really is a struggle. It can be a struggle. It, yeah. It's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to realize yourself. You lose yourself when you're a mom and you have three kids and a husband and animals and you become mom. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, just take me out of the picture for a moment. Let's talk about being a wife and a mother of three daughters. All of a sudden, they're not here anymore. Right, because you, you're not losing yourself as a mom once you become an empty nester. But it feels like it because your kids don't need you anymore. They're not here. You don't have to feed them a balanced dinner. Right. It's it's their job to do that themselves now. So then you have to get to know yourself all over again. So you talked about your routine that you do in the morning. You come into the studio here. Come into the studio and turn on my Acorn TV, yep. favorite television, and I work in my studio. So what could you do? To help someone out there who's dealing with this, you know, I heard what you said, what you do. You eat like a teenage boy. Yeah, I eat, um, you know, pizza rolls and at I'm putting you on 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but I'm putting you on the spot. Surely there's people that are living the same life you are, but they may be struggling with that that loss. It's almost I, like a loss of, you know. What you, to do. Yeah. They don't know what to do with themselves. And the children aren't there anymore, so 
and because they do for their children, and then all of a sudden you don't have anyone to do for. Right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And so, about. you know, that's something that I'm struggling with right now. With me just grabbing something to eat when I get hungry, I'm not eating nutritionally. I will eat whatever I want, whatever I can grab the fastest and shove down my throat. And then, you know, a, a few days of that, and I find myself craving fresh vegetables and fruit because it's it's not there and so I think that the one thing that you have to do first of all don't be hard on yourself yeah because every adjustment takes time I have a habit of being hard on myself a lot so I mean you have to realize that it took you a long time to get to the point of where your children are graduating from high school and moving on to college. It didn't happen overnight. And you spent all that time being a mother. Yes. And in my case, I was I was a stay-at-home mom for most of that time. Um, so my life was the kids. And just like when you have a toddler and then they go, get to go to, um, sorry, kindergarten, then, you know, that's, a, that's an adjustment. And when the last one starts kindergarten, you're kind of feeling a little bit alone during the day. But they come home. And then you have your whole routine again, and it's all about the kids. So as a stay-at-home mom, that was my life, is, is what the kids are doing. And I would try to squeeze in a little bit of time for myself. And Mike and I would try to squeeze in a little bit of time, which very rarely happened. And once we did, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. So we ended up just grabbing a movie and dinner and taking it home and watching it with the kids anyway. But, you know, you have to realize that an empty nest, it doesn't doesn't have to be a black hole it doesn't have to be a depression it can be a time of self-discovery pamper yourself a little bit love yourself and try to find something that you can something that you lost this time is about you now right and it's in my case with Mike traveling it is a lot of me that I have to realize that there's still people out there and I still need to get out and and socialize with people even if it's just going to Walmart and that's one thing that you do quite a bit is you you lock yourself in this house I do you don't get out much you don't do a whole lot that is not good I always encourage her to do things being outside getting fresh air talking to people there may be someone listening here that is in the same boat as to where everyone's gone their husband's still at work or doing his thing during the day, and you're here by yourself. You can get really, you've fallen into a slight depression sometimes right. doing that. Um, you find, you when I talk about depression, it's not, it's just. Just a funk. Yeah, just that funk kind of, I don't you know, know what to do. There's a lot of times that when I do feel like that, I don't even want to get out of my pajamas. I just want to stay in my pajamas all day. I feel like, well, what's the point of getting dressed? It's just me and the dogs. The neighbors don't care if I come out and in my pajamas when I take the dog out. Or they don't say anything anyway. (laughs) But um, you can take time for yourself. Just don't get lost while you're finding yourself. And it's a great time to find yourself. It is. To find new hobbies. And I think this is a time I have been looking forward to. Now, I'm not retired but I've been looking forward to this time of having just Bobby and I. Uh, we got we got the grandbabies. They're over all the time, and we love it. <laughs> I mean, that's our life. But to spend time together without worrying about 
I have to pick someone up at a certain time. Mm -hmm. I have to be at home to make sure this happens or that happens. We don't have that stress on us being somewhere at a certain time, other than work, of course. But now that it's just you and I, I'm enjoying it. We get to do so many things that we didn't get to do Mm -hmm. when the girls were younger. And that is a good that is a good thing. You need to get to know your partner. Yeah. You need to understand look at them as as a grown up partner and not just your that's dad in the family. Mm-hmm. He's your husband. You have to reconnect to those hats. You know, you mm-hmm. wear so many hats, mom, mother, wife, grandmother, sister, brother, you know, being here while you're out of town. And it really is truly completely me. Sometimes it's it's great. I love it. But it also makes me pull into a shell, as you were saying. So we're talking to the mother in Oklahoma or Nebraska. <laughs> right. That it, it's okay. You can you can feel selfish because I know mothers don't like to they feel bad if they do something for themselves. I guess that's the question that I always keeps coming in my head. You're always a mother. That's not. That doesn't change. That doesn't change. It's just that you're not needed as much. Right. Now they're going to come knocking. Yes. You know, you just have to change your, your outlook a little bit. You have to learn to be a little freer, I think is the word. So you you reinvent the wheel. You reinvent yourself. You're still the mother. You're still going to be needed, but now it's time for you to find the things that you love doing. If that's photographing, if that's traveling, reading, you know, finding out about your city that you live in, mothers, volunteering. Mothers don't get a time to read for most part unless it's a picture book. So if you want to go to the library and get books just for you to read, take that time to do that. And I, I also realize that there's a whole group of people out there who work all day and then come home and it's an empty nest. I can't really speak of that too much because I don't work outside of the home. But I think there's still the same concept that you need to get to know your partner and you need to learn to love them as your partner instead of as your kid's dad. And you know, one of these days I might ask Patty to come in my sister Patty who mm-hmm. lives in Tennessee we can do either a Skype or something but she is facing this as a single mother and her daughter Miranda was her and is her, her whole entire, entire world, world. Yes. and now Miranda has gone off to college she's double majoring in psychology and biology, biology. I and I thought Patty was going to fall apart these two are as one (laughs) (laughs) they really relied on each other right Um, they were really close and now i think that their roles have reversed a little bit a little bit Um, and i would love to get patty i don't want to speak about what's going in patty's head but i would love to get her on the phone because it's a different it's a different thing it's just like a working person, we need to find someone that works, and then they're experiencing an empty nest to come and talk to us. Yeah, but I think the general principle here that we're talking about is empty nesting and what we're doing to deal with that and, today. Now, who you know, knows what tomorrow brings, but today what we're dealing with and how we're doing it, I guess I can summarize and say that you know we're learning about each other more mm-hmm. and more every day. And learning about yourself. 
we learn about ourselves, we get to do some small hobbies. And you know, there's also a world full of um, things that you can join. You don't have to be by yourself. Think about the social media social, side of this. Sometimes social media, though, it it's it wraps you up and it keeps you right there in front of your phone or your computer. True. But, I mean, think about it. I know sometimes people don't think about their libraries. There are wonderful groups that get together at the library. I know that our local library has a crocheting group. And I crochet, and I've thought about that. But it's really hard for me to get out and join a group of something. And I mentioned with it. Yeah, and I mentioned it earlier, like volunteering. Right, you can volunteer. Uh, you know, some just people, we give yourself a purpose. Sorry, I talked over you. We're we're thinking the mindset of us where we're constantly challenging ourselves with new hobbies or different hobbies. We change different things in our lives every six months or so. We're doing something different in the same realm of our hobbies. Some people we're talking to out there may not have that artistic. Outlet. Yeah, the outlet. They yeah. may not use that as an outlet. But there's there's things all over. You just have to press yourself to do it. You know, like I said, don't be hard on yourself, but don't be too easy either. Don't let that loneliness of the empty nest overtake you because there's a lot of people out there that are in the same boat. Yeah, this is a time for discovering yourself. When the girls were little, I used to think about can't wait until we have that time to ourselves. We're going to get to travel. We're going to get to see. And a lot of people look forward to the empty nest. And then when they hit it, then that's they realize that it's empty yep. for a reason. You know, that it, that's, I think that signifies that loneliness part of it. Right. And, you know, it's not when Mike and I are getting to know each other, it's not always great. It's not all, it's not Absolutely easy. Absolutely not. You know, it's not like. You're 16 and you're going on your first date again. No. You know, this is someone that you've been with. But there's a lot of things that that the kids take over and you don't get the chance mm-hmm. to discover, you know, that part of your your partner. And believe and, me, we when we talk about this, we have our still have our arguments about our points of views and we right. still have the um, financial arguments every now and again. <laughs> and oh, we'll goodness. have will have the children, what we think the children should be doing in their yes. lives and not have, an, not have any control over that. But That's just right. as talking to your spouse about it, what, they sh- what you think they should be doing in their life, and they're not doing it just like us. When we moved out of our homes as teenagers or young adults, we moved out into the world and we did what we yeah, you don't look back. You don't. Yeah, you move and you don't turn back. And you know, we just did what we do. Yeah, but. <laughs> we just did what we did, and now it's the girls' turn to do that. And I'm sure my mom or my dad were sitting back. Mm-hmm. What are they doing with mm-hmm. their lives? And sometimes I said, "What am I doing with my life?" <laughs> um, and then you just have to, as as a person moving out, getting out on your own, you don't think about the fact that your parents were their whole life was wrapped around you and and you shouldn't it's it's not something that you should do that's the way it's supposed to be right you know the kids are supposed to grow up and move out um but it is a hard transition to make and it's going to take a lot of time i don't know how long it's going to take we're still in it in the thick of it i gotta tell you our second episode i talked about the first dinner that you and i went to we were on our phones it was so awkward exactly and now 
it's such a treat to go out. I look so forward to going out and just holding your hand, walking through yard sales Mm -hmm. or going to dinner or even a lunch. We don't do brunch, (laughs) but lunch or a dinner, just sitting across the table watching people. That's one of my biggest things. We love to people watch. Love the people watch. Bobby just said that we're in the, what did you call it? Thick of it. Yeah, thick of it. But I actually feel like it's, we're on the backside of it now. Mm-hmm. And we I, may be because the youngest one is, is going through the process and yeah. we've already done it twice. Yeah. And now it feels like, no, we're still learning one another. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is, it's hard. Um, as Mike said earlier, you know, he travels for work and so the empty nest is even more so. It's um, So maybe that is why, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but maybe that is why I'm feeling a little bit different than the way you're maybe. describing it because... You know, when I'm in the hotel room during the week, I'm all by myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it totally, but there's a part of it that... It feels I, a little free. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. understand. Like now, of course, I'm not in front of my microphone or in front of my my hobbies. Right. It almost feels like... Like you've lost your purpose. Like yeah, you're right. you're working, but you're you're coming home to a hotel room and yeah. no one's there. There's not anything to remind you yeah. of our family you know that's it can be a good thing or a bad thing well i'll tell you what i don't want to get off the subject but as we're on the subject about it traveling it doesn't it doesn't affect me like i thought it would because of again facetime and Mm -hmm. texting and we are in constant communication i think more so than when i was here um local face face. yeah (laughs) i think we talk more well, because we're not so wrapped up in mm-hmm. the kids' lives, day-to-day lives. Right. So we have, we reach out to one another. It's and almost like it's so nice. It doesn't even feel like I'm traveling sometimes. And, and you know, to me, it, it's like um, we have other things to talk about. We do talk about our kids. We always talk about our kids at least 160 times a day. But... Because you're experiencing different things and I'm in a different place, then we have that to talk yeah. about. My first first thing out of my mouth is, have you talked to the kids today? <laughs> right. And you know that that is your, that's one of the ways that you deal with having an empty nest is that you want to FaceTime and you want to talk to them and you want to be in constant contact with them. Yeah. And I, on the other hand, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want a day where I don't have to talk to anyone. Um, But that's my introverted side. And I don't, I feel like, you know, when, when kids get older, I I feel like there's a tendency to help them. Mm -hmm. And then when you get wrapped up in their adult life, sometimes you're in a place that you shouldn't be. Yeah. And so, and we try to do a really good job of it. And we balance each other out to try to stay on that side of the line, on this side of the line. Right, because that's another very difficult thing about your kids growing up and you being home. When they're home, you hear all about their boyfriends and and their girlfriends and, you know, the gossip that's going on, everything that's happening. And then all of a sudden, they're in a a lifestyle um, of their own. They're in their marriage. They're in, in there wrapped up with their kids. And so you kind of lose that. There's not so much bouncing around the walls, even though it with three girls, it was a lot of drama. 
Yes, but to go from extreme drama all the time to nearly nothing, it's I, like, whoa. I love that comedian. I don't know who it was. was talking about their daughter, the drama in the house. It was <laughs> How like, everything was yeah. like, I'm being murdered right this second. <laughs> There's somebody in the house. And, oh, my hair won't get fixed. <laughs> my hair straightener isn't working. Huge disaster. Like, when hurricanes take over. And <laughs> now, I got to say, because our daughter's going to hear this, and they're going to say, oh, really? <laughs> there was only Brie was that way. They were all that way. A lot of times, they tried not to. You know, you go through that teenage stage where you don't want your parents to know anything about you. Yeah. And I think that with the younger one, we didn't really go through that stage. Mm. She still wants, she's our baby. Yeah. She's the one that's been around the most. And she's the one that wants to come and tell us about every little thing that happened. Yeah. Where the other girls are like, get out of my space. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, we really thank you all for listening today. Um, we'd love to hear your comments on this subject of uh, empty nesting. And we just touched on a little bit of it. And, you know, yeah. maybe once we get some comments and, um, you know, something, some input with that, yeah, guys, we can even do another episode on it with different viewpoints. And we even have an option to go live sometime. Mm -hmm. We're new at this. This is a whole new spectrum here. We're getting some great feedback. I don't know where where it's coming from, but we are getting a lot of viewership or listenership, mm -hmm. if you will. We and would just we, we encourage you. We're not professional psychiatrists or um, counselors. We we can only share with you our viewpoints. But I think sometimes just knowing that there's someone else out there that's going through the same thing, it can just relieve you a little bit. It can make you feel like you're not the only person in the world that's feeling this way, and that it is something that we. The majority of us go through and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and we're we'll talk more about this but what we love to encourage you all to do is to visit our website at everydayricochet.com and leave us a message leave us a comment talk about this um, guys we're new um, as you know in this podcast and we want to try to reach out to as many people as we can yeah the, I mean we we're just two married people talking about life but it may be something that someone out there needs to hear maybe if you listen to it you know someone that it might make laugh or might make them feel a little bit less in, alone right that's what so we're just doing this you for. know send them the link we appreciate it and if you want to leave a comment for us on our website um we're we're deciding that we're gonna get some t-shirts out some so, merch as some the grandkids merch. would call it merch <laughs> the two-year-old grandson but we we are getting some t-shirts made and we're gonna pick someone randomly every week here's what we can do yeah we can go to our website leave us a comment it'll go straight to our email and then we'll we'll pick randomly from that email list who's ever left us a comment and we'll just randomly send you a shirt we'll of course, we'll reach out to the one, the winner of it, mm -hmm. and we'll get your address and send it to you. And and don't not comment if you don't get a t-shirt the first time. <laughs> um, you know, this is something that we're going to try to do every week if it takes off. And also, when you leave a comment, we'd like to share that on our podcast. Yeah. So thank you all for listening today. It's been great to sit and talk to Bobby. Thank you, babe. And <laughs> um, we look forward to the next podcast. Um, please subscribe to Everyday Ricochet. 
um, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, if it's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, we would love for you guys to um, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a comment, like our download it and share it. Um, thank you all again, and we look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, today is a good day for a great day. That's right. Thank you all. Bye.